You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And I am Emily Leadham. And we are broadcasting this morning from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I'd like to say sunny, but it's sleeting. I've said that the entire hour, <laughs> two hours. Not that I'm, you know, obsessed I'm with sad that. about it. Exactly, exactly. Um, so we are joined on the phone by Eddie and Mark. Are you guys there? Yes, sir. Yeah. Good morning. So, guys, you are part of a group of uh, net missionaries that will be chatting with some others as well here uh, this morning. But if you could just tell us a little bit about yourselves, maybe where you're from originally, how you're dealing with the sleet, uh, and and uh, <laughs> how you got how you got involved with net and all, all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, so this is Eddie here, and um, I got involved with net. I've actually um, been a practicing Catholic for three years now. Um, praise God, and yeah, God just did amazing things within my life, brought me to really ponder the deeper things, the beautiful things of life, and really moved me from the secular world into Catholicism, which has just been such a blessing. And so I joined that just to share so that truth, that beauty of the Church um, and of Jesus Christ with um, hopefully the youth and anyone who is in the Sioux Falls Diocese. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Where are you originally from, Eddie? I'm from Arizona. So oh! Yeah. <laughs> A little different weather. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm loving it here. Good. Well, welcome to the Midwest. Mark, what about you? Where are you from? What drew you to net? So I'm from Louisiana. I'm 19. Um, I just graduated high school, and uh, my mom did net back in the 90s. So growing up, I always heard about her talking about that. And to be honest, I thought she was crazy, and then now I'm <laughs> here, which is kind of funny. But um, so in high school, we've housed uh, net missionaries and just seeing the joy and how radiant mm-hmm. they are for the Lord. It's beautiful. Um, so in high school, I didn't really have uh, the best prayer life. I kind of got caught up with the wrong crowd. But uh, I had like this come Lord Jesus moment. And then I was like, I have to do net and just spread the love and mercy of Jesus to all these youth that are going through the same things in high school. So, yeah. Oh. Praise God. And Nicole, are you there as well? I am, yep. Nicole, would you, you you heard what with the guys? So you uh, we'll save the best for last. Uh, what's <laughs> okay. your What's your story? Um, yeah, so I'm 18. I'm from Dyersville, Iowa, so pretty close to Sioux Falls. Um, uh, I became really involved in my faith when I was like a junior in high school, um, and really developed my like uh, prayer life. And then someone mentioned that to me um, also when I was a junior in high school, and I really did not want to do it. Um, and then Divine Providence and Annette came to my parish, um, like, absolutely by random. And, like, I really discerned it, and I really was drawn to it because um, I had a passion for helping young people, um, like, just know how vibrant and radiant the young church is. And I was just really excited um, to help them, like, have a relationship with Jesus. Sorry, I had a passion. So, yeah. Mm. Oh, how beautiful. So, Eddie, can you tell us a little bit about... Uh, what you guys are doing in the Diocese of Sioux Falls this year. I know we're, we're kind of a hybrid diocese in terms of what yeah. net missionaries <laughs> often do. Uh, can you share a little bit about what you guys are doing in the Diocese of Sioux Falls this year? Yeah, you're, it's amazing. You were in the now. That was, that was beautiful. But, um, yeah, we are. our mission is to enrich the Catholic culture and to develop um, lifelong disciples of Jesus Christ. And what that looks like is is we want to develop um, really foundational relationships with the youth, 
with different catechist leaders around the diocese. We want to throw events that invite people to grow their relationship with Jesus in prayer and really understand their standing as a child of God, as a son or daughter of God. And that the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, they, they love you, and they want a personal relationship with you. So we have different events, different retreats going on, different adoration, um, prayer time um, with the netters, just trying to establish those foundational principles for what it means to be a Catholic and in love with the Lord. Hmm. Nicole, you guys have already been here for a few weeks. Any Anything in particular uh, stick out to you when you think of, of anything that you've already been able to do um, with, with the people of the Diocese of Sioux Falls? Um, yeah, it's just been amazing to, like, see the openness of the people of Sioux Falls and, like, their, like, strong desire to know Jesus. Um, and so just being able to, like, speak with them and talk about their desire has been really amazing just to hear them talk mm-hmm. about it. So that's like, the biggest thing is just getting to hear their, like, such openness to Jesus. So, yeah. Yeah. Um I know you, so I think you're a team of eight, is that right? Uh, and you travel around together, you eat together, you, uh, ch- yeah, you're in the car together for many hours a day uh, sometimes. Can, maybe Mark, can you tell us a little bit about the role that the team life, the community life has in the, in the vibrancy of NETS, the way that you help each other to grow, the way that you challenge each other? What does that look like? Yeah, so um, we actually had our team supervisors in for the past two or three days, and as a team, we do team prayer together every day for about an hour with praise and worship, Um, and it's just a really affirming atmosphere. Like, uh, if somebody does something really well, we, like, we compliment them on it, and we just, like, acknowledge that they're talented and, like, you know, affirm them in that. And then uh, the other aspect is, like, calling out each other on, like, when, like, maybe we're not doing something right, like... You know, Jesus loves us and disciplines us like any good father would. So we try to live that same kind of moral out. Um, if somebody we see is doing something that maybe they shouldn't, we'll call them out on it. And then, you know, out of love for them, not like to be like, you know, a teacher or something, but just calling them out in love and kind of just helping them grow closer to Jesus through that. And we have a blue van. <laughs> who, who gets to drive? Um, we have five drivers, so we we try to share the load. I enjoy driving, so you'll you'll probably see me behind the wheel. It's a bright blue van that says Catholic on it. It's so, hard to miss. Yeah, it's hard it's, to uh, miss. Cold. I think you should let Nicole drive when it's January, though, guys. I'm sorry. I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Nicole, you down for that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. You are, I think, what is it? Gosh, two months into your time here. Is it a month? Not, not even. Um, yeah, a little over a month. Yeah. Okay, so as you look ahead to the remainder of this year, what are some things? Um, we'll start with we'll start with uh, Nicole, and then go Eddie, Mark. What's something that you're really looking forward to uh, in the coming months for your time in Sioux Falls? Um, yeah, I'm just so excited to like walk and being able to, like, invest and, like, really grow with these young people. Um, just, and to, like, to be with them for, like, six weeks at a time and just really be able to, like, hear how the Lord works in their life. Um, I'm just really excited for, like, that one-on-one ministry um, that we get to do. 
um, yeah, I'm just so excited to like, learn how these people receive the love of Christ and how they show the love of Christ to other people. Um, I'm just really excited for like, those really like, good conversations we get to have with a bunch of people. Yeah. Awesome. Hmm. What about you, Mark? Um, so I'm looking forward to, like I mentioned in high school, um, meeting the kids where they're at and like showing them that God wants a relationship with them and like He still loves them in the midst of like their struggles, their brokenness. Because um, I feel like that that message is kind of kind of fallen away. And I mean, Jesus loves everybody, so I just want to bring that love and mercy to the teens in high school. Mm, beautiful, Eddie. What do you got? Yeah, um, it's it's already been such a such a blessing to be with the people that we already have been. Just hearing their stories, them sharing with us their journey with God, whether they've fallen away or coming back. And I'm I'm looking forward to we're heading up north um, later in the year, and we're still in Timbo right now. And the the Holy Spirit is just working so powerfully already. It's hard to imagine, you know, when we get to the second half of the year how much everyone that we have met would have already grown and the new people we will meet in those new towns. So it's, mm. the whole thing's moving, and it's just it's beautiful, and it's, it's exciting. Eddie, anything come particularly to mind with what you just said? The Holy Spirit's moving powerfully. Like, Can you think of a specific concrete example where, maybe not in the moment, you were like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. like he's here, but like later that day you're like, wow, that was, that was a really powerful movement of the Spirit. Yeah, so um, one thing that comes to mind immediately when you ask that was um, we're here, like, we, we generally focus on the youth, um, which, you know, is just our ministry. But recently I had the privilege, we did a, a praise and worship session and just a session on, you know, talk talk to God, um, share it with Him today, and how, ask Him, like, to help Him help you know how He loves you. And I actually had an older gentleman um, come up to me and, you know, with tears in his eyes, and, you know, I kind of was getting a little emotional too, just sharing with us how powerful it was that we were telling him, you know, our, our, our voice, but God's words, like how God loved him and that he mm. could talk to God and like God was his father and he cared for him in a personal way. And just like sharing that moment with him, I was like, the Holy Spirit is moving here and now with this man and with me. It was wow. just, a, it was a really beautiful moment. Guys, I know that Bishop DeGrude would love to hear that story. Um, I have to encourage him to go back and listen to, the, to this interview. Um, that, that's, that's why you guys are here, is to help people realize the depth of God's personal love for them. But then, through your own witness, their ability to, to share that with others. They, they may not, he might be able to do a praise and worship session. I don't mean the bishop, I mean this gentleman. Um, but the, the, the way... The ways that they that we can all share the love of Christ with those around us. Yeah, you know, speaking of Bishop Jagrud, one of the things that he uh, his motto almost for for his um, for his role as as bishop and as shepherd of the diocese is that he desires uh, every member of the diocese, clergy, lay, everyone in between, uh, to be healthy, mm-hmm. happy, and holy. And as I'm thinking about just this year for you, this, this life that you have taken on, um, you're, you're kind of going, going, going. You are uh, traveling together. You're busy in many ways. Um, your schedule is full. What is one way besides prayer? Because I know that that's, of course, most central. Um, but in terms of just your own human formation, the things that you need, What's one thing for each of you that is really keeping you healthy and balanced um, amidst this year where you are constantly pouring out? Nicole, we'll start with you. 
Um, yeah, honestly, just like team life, uh, it's just very, very like rewarding and redeeming um, to be with like this group of just very amazing, holy mm-hmm. people. Um, so like, even like when we're just kind of like empty and like we have like this like, um, you know, constantly pouring out like our team for me is like always constantly filling us back up. Um, but definitely keeping me balanced and like um, when I'm empty, just like they're filling me up with their joy and their affirmations and stuff like that. So it's definitely keeping me balanced. Mark, what about you? Um, I'm sorry, what was the question again? Oh, I was wondering what's something that's keeping you balanced this year? You know, what's something as you are constantly pouring out, what's something that's really keeping you healthy uh, besides, of course, your daily rootedness in prayer? Um, what's helping you to to be energized, to be well, to be, uh, yeah, balanced as you pour out? Yeah, for sure. Um, like Nicole said, the team life has a big part in that, just like lifting each other up and filling each other up. And uh, we, in that, we really like uh, emphasize like our like the sisterhood and the brotherhood. So uh, there's four guys and four girls. Um, so I live with three other guys, including Eddie, um, and then Robbie and Joe. And just having like brothers that like we all have like the same central grow goal to grow in holiness and just like like form that relationship with Jesus. And just holding each other accountable and kind of just, like, we've been praying the liturgy of the hours together at night. We've been, like, uh, just doing a lot of things together. So having those brothers to hold you accountable to grow with, like, makes it such a big difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real friendship, real brotherhood. I love that. Eddie, anything yes, come to your mind? Yeah. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a little bit of a different angle, but the one of the best things that people notice about our group is that we we love to have fun and we love to laugh. So, so one thing that really has helped us um, stay healthy and happy is that we're always doing fun things together. We're always joking around and laughing together, whether it's, you know, watching a fun show or going outside playing Frisbee, playing board games together. It's, it's so refreshing, rejuvenating, and, like, laughter is so, so healing, and God invented it for us. <laughs> I love that. I think there's you're, you're totally right, and and I love that in all in all ways the three of you kind of mentioned just the power of community, uh, communal life, doing this together, knowing that you're not alone, uh, especially amidst this year. I think for many people they experienced various levels of isolation or feelings of loneliness. Um, and you're just beautifully pointing to the importance of relationship, the importance of brotherhood, sisterhood, um, and all of that, which I think is just beautiful. Uh, yeah. maybe, uh, just a few minutes left. Uh, are there any specific prayer requests that you have for our listeners? Uh, things that you are intentionally praying for in your ministry? Yeah. I, I, do you want me to start? Go for it. Yeah. Um, um, first of all, just, um, pray for the openness to the Holy Spirit of the diocese, um, of the youth, of, you know, catechists, of anyone who just, you know, needs a little prick or spark, um, just that little bit that the Holy Spirit can work with and, and bring them to Christ. Um, also, you know, praying for anyone who is struggling with loneliness or isolation, um, praying that the Holy Spirit would be with them, and then just encouraging people to reach out to them and call them, even a phone call, um, just wonders, um, just to show them that, you know, they're loved and seen in the community. And I'll hand it over to Mark. Great. Thanks, Eddie. Um, so probably... The thing I've been bringing to prayer is uh, just praying for the people we're, like, encountering, uh, obviously for their spiritual health and their growth, but also their physical health, because 
I mean, especially now, we're just coming into contact with so many people, and these kids are open to coming into contact with us in person, which is amazing. Um, so just pray for their protection, uh, just from obviously COVID, but any any other illness as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Nicole, anything specific come to your mind? Um, yeah, I'd also say I've been praying a lot for the youth and just the people in general who we'll be encountering, um, but also just for, like, the team. Um, so that we can really remain and use the Holy Spirit's power to reach those people um, and just, like, speak with, like, such conviction and love to those people. That's kind of what I would be praying for. Great. Thank you guys. Definitely know that we and and, and I know our listeners will... We'll lift up those petitions and all of you guys uh, in prayer. I know it's a sacrifice you're giving up uh, basically a year for this, and um, yeah. we're incredibly grateful for your the sacrifices that you're making, um, in our case, for the people of the Diocese of Sioux Falls. So thanks for that, and thanks for being with us this morning. Yeah, thank, thank you. you guys so much. Thank you all. Yeah, I hope to, uh, hope to talk to you guys soon. Sounds good. Sounds great. God bless, guys. <laughs> God bless y'all. Bye. Take care. That's Eddie, Mark, and Nicole, three of a team of eight of net missionaries, again, who are giving up. So they're, you know, almost all of them college age, more or less. I love them. Giving up a year, a year I just to do. travel the diocese of Falls. And I, there's, I, I appreciate just the contagiousness. Um, I think I've used that word twice during uh, this morning's show because it really is, it's amazing when you just have witnesses of people that are receiving and living in the interior freedom that life with Christ offers, it's contagious for the rest of us. And so to see, yeah, these these net missionaries, as you said, Chris, giving up a year of their life, really full of sacrifices, um, but receiving so much more out of God's great generosity. Um, it's, yeah, it's just a beautiful reminder of the ways the Lord wants to provide for each and every one of us. Yeah. And I mean, how many times is it the case when uh, you go and I'm going to go minister to these people or give this talk or meet with this person and <laughs> yeah. you end up receiving so much more, so much more yeah. oftentimes than they do. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. That, yeah, um, staff prayer this morning, I'd mentioned just being vigilant and, and looking for the ways that the Lord's showing us, mm-hmm. showing up for us in our daily lives. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, Eli, I would love to know how the Lord is going to be showing up for us tomorrow on Real Presence. <laughs> how about that for a transition? Ooh, that's awesome. Smooth that was, transition. That was really good, Emily. Well done. <laughs> Eli, what's coming up tomorrow? Absolutely. Thanks, Emily. Tomorrow we're going to have another great show with Monsignor Patrick Schumacher coming to you from Corpus Christi Church in Bismarck, North Dakota. He'll start off the show with Jason Adkins of the Minnesota Catholic Conference talking about how you can live the gospel of life. Then Steve Ray will talk about the stories behind the Catholic creeds. And later in the show, Monsignor Tom Richter of the Diocese of Bismarck will tell us how we can follow our call to evangelize all nations. So all that and so much more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That'll be tomorrow morning, Wednesday, October 21st, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Right back to you. That was really well done, Eli. Good job. Oh, thanks. What a great show. (laughs) It was a great show today. It'll be a great show. show tomorrow. Uh, yeah, and just real quick, if you didn't get a chance to listen, realpresenceradio.com. Realpresenceradio.com is the website. So you can download, well, you could download the app and listen to your phone, but go to the website. Um, George Weigel to kick off, talking about JP2. Uh, Father Tony Klein, new priest of the diocese. Jim Miles, talking about the rosary. It is October. 
the yeah. month of the rosary for yeah. sake. Um, Jan Federal talking about all the events they do. And then we ended the show with three net missionaries who are traveling around eastern South Dakota this year. What a gift. Amen. I love the opportunity to give a platform uh, to, for people that really have a voice to speak about these various uh, dynamics of the faith, the things that the Lord's doing. I just, yeah, I'm always in awe at what an incredible opportunity it is to, to probe into those interior places of where the Lord's showing up in lives. Amen. Uh, where is he showing up with you uh, right now? We have a minute and a half left, Emily. The Lord is showing up to me in the great joy of the change of the seasons, actually. Oh. I was uh, telling my husband that just yesterday, that uh, there seems to be a renewed sense of hope that I'm experiencing as we slowly approach Advent. Uh, and yeah, just the, the hope that comes with a change in seasons. Yeah, just let, let's keep the Christmas music on hold. So I will keep least, it at bay. At least until Advent. Deal. Uh, Advent is coming the Sunday after Thanksgiving, by the way. That's like a month It starts away. early. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think for me, thinking about today, and I know I, I'd asked you earlier, and, and I'm going to go back to what you did too, just the conversation with George Weigel. Uh, I told you before we started the show today that I actually picked up the second book of his uh, that, that we talked about today, The Beginning and the End, yeah. um, which is sort of the sequel to Witness to Hope. Um, and not because we're talking to him today, but more of because I... I was looking for something good to read and just it reminded me of my love Emily for JP2 yeah. for St. John Paul II what a gift he was um, our popes are always gifts but he in a particular way for me and my life yeah. um, my reversion happening in his pontificate just reminded what a gift St. John Paul II was absolutely profound impact well friends thank you so much for joining us this morning on Real Presence Live we hope that this blessed you and we hope that you will continue to share with your friends the great goodness that is Real Presence I'm Emily Liedem and I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald and we will see you next time God bless this has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast anytime of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.